Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. And you are tuned in to the Connected Packaging Summit. So we've just had some fantastic speakers today. So a big thank you um, to those who listened in. You would have heard Alessio just now from Tetrapack. And earlier on, we had Vivka from TTE Strategy. Vivka told us a little bit on how to get started and the strategy behind it. And we also now just heard from Alessio and he was telling us about how they're doing things in Tetrapack. So thanks a lot for that. This session is an interactive session that we've got up next. We're going to be looking at innovation. Um, we will be welcoming Rami Terik Isa to the stage and we will be looking at together what is innovation and how do we keep ahead of the curve. Welcome Rami, hello to you. Hello Jenny, how are you? Very well, thank you. To thank get started, you. we are just asking our, our panelists a little bit uh, to, to share with us a little bit, a fun fact about yourself that not many people know. So uh, two things that, two, two fun facts mainly about myself. Big fan of horror movies. And if I'm not in the marketing field, so probably I'm going to be a full-time chef. A full-time chef. Okay. Yeah. So a musician, a dog trainer, and a full-time chef. Love it. We're building quite a team. So <laughs> brilliant. Let's get kicked off. Um, my first question to you is a very simple one. I'm sure you give us a, a comprehensive overview. What really is innovation? So basically, uh, let me split this question into two pieces. The first one, what is product innovation and what is process innovation? So basically, product innovation is solutions and or creative solutions that companies and entrepreneurs provide in a form of products and services um, from a category point of view. This is the definition of product innovation. However, on the other side, process innovation is the exit like using this technology and application, enhancing uh, an existing business process or an overall customer experience. So this is on a nutshell, the overview of what is innovation. Thank you. Yes, in a nutshell, good. What about um, types of innovation? What do you see that's that's currently trending? Is there anything um, particular that's impressed you recently or any examples that you could share? So basically there are two types, two main core types of innovation. The first one is called radical innovation. And the second one is called incremental innovation. Radical innovation is basically new product in the market never existed before giving an example on that when martin cooper 40 years ago invented the first portable mobile phone with motorola on the other side incremental innovation incremental the weird the word incremental means the business evolvement of an existing product giving an example on this when steve jobs unveiled the first iphone 2007 let me tell you also that there are two strategies of innovation the first one is called the first mover strategy the second one is called the second mover strategy they both come with advantages and disadvantages, but it depends on the category. The first mover advantage, of course, first one entered to the market, quick market gains. Uh, if we're talking about food and beverages, um, acquiring taste, stuff like that. If we're talking about uh, the second mover, someone come in the second place with uh, the same proposition, but enhanced one. And taking an example on this, anything that comes uh, after the first entry. Mm -hmm. And is there anything in particular that you've seen recently that's kind of made you go, wow, that's some fantastic innovation? It might be a marketing campaign or it might be product innovation. Is there anything that you've gone, that's a brilliant example? So uh, nowadays, the, what, what's trending and what's booming is, of course, uh, robotics uh, and artificial intelligence. And we're seeing a lot of robotics and artificial intelligence, uh, for example, with Netflix, when it gives you 
a quick indication about how many people are watching this show at the moment at this time. So this is artificial intelligence. They are using artificial brains with cognitive analysis to recognize how many people at the same time and same location are watching this show. So this is the beauty of uh, artificial intelligence, especially within which. So why is it then that innovation is important? What, why should a company be looking um, at innovation? Basically, innovation, I call it, it's the blood life of any company. Uh, if you want to keep up with the market trends and you want to keep your progression as a company and have sustainable growth and acquire, of course, market share, uh, uh, acquiring market share, keeping on ahead of your industry, you need to consider innovation in your pipeline for sure. Um, let me also tell you that it's very important to keep up with the market trend and what's happening in the dynamics because things are really changing fast nowadays. Back then in the days, uh, we, used to look, we used to look at data from a different perspective. We used to look at the last 10 years, last five years. Now things are moving very fast, especially with the COVID-19, with these kind of pandemics, a lot of recessions happening. So things change. We need, we need to look at data from a different perspective and very fast as well. Mm -hmm. So I think that brings us to our interactive poll. So if we can get on the screen, our interactive poll, this is a, a question for our audience, but Rami, you can vote also. The question is, is innovation high on the agenda at your current business? So it's either a, a yes or a no answer. Um, is innovation high on the agenda at your current business? So while that runs out, I'll also give the audience a reminder that this is an open session as well. So QA is open. If you have any questions for Rami, then I'm sure he'll be happy uh, to help and answer your questions. The, pro the progress on our poll, uh, we'll give it another few seconds, but it looks pretty clear to me. We've got 94% of people saying that innovation is high on the agenda at your current business. So that's good. That means businesses are thinking about innovation and ways to be different. Um, what would you say um, around that? I mean, Rami, there's, there's quite a lot of examples of innovation uh, being high on the agenda, but perhaps um, companies that might be struggling with actually getting innovation out there or perhaps being able to evaluate the success of innovation. Basically, we have a lot of examples in, the, in the, uh, like in history proven that companies that they didn't innovate, they definitely, they are dead dicks. And giving an example on that, we have Kodak, we have Nokia, we have a lot of people and a lot of players that they started very big and they ended up dying because they didn't put innovation in the first place and they didn't have them on the pipeline. So it's very important to do innovations and it's very important to have it in your pipeline. It's, um, it's without it, you're, you're not going to survive as a company or as an entrepreneur. Why do you think innovation is so hard? I mean, obviously, some Kodak's a, a fantastic example when talking about um, innovation and, and huge companies um, and the example of what can happen if you don't innovate. Why do you think innovation is so hard? So a proper innovation, it requires two main things. The first one is the research. The second one is the investment. And they are very hard as well, both uh, not only the, the quick research or the, the, the normal research, qualitative and quantitative analysis, but nowadays we have a lot of tools, a lot of advanced tools that can even predict the occasions, the market share, uh, volume project, project, uh, projections, a lot of details. So when it comes to the research, we have to do the proper research and the deep analysis of doing this because 
we know that a lot of companies that they didn't do the proper research and they ended up losing money and losing a lot of investments. And the other side is the investment for sure, because when it comes to the innovations, you need to buy machines, you need to buy artwork, like material for the artwork. You need to, to push a lot of money and invest a lot of money in these things. So if the proper research are not done correctly, then you're wasting your money and you ended up, you will end up delisting and discontinuing this SKU or this range. So it's very important to spend a good time on proper deep analysis. Uh, and there is a lot of tools nowadays that can give you projections on what's happening and, and how successful can your launch be. So these are the main two things that I consider are very important. That's why it's very hard without these two things. Thank you. We've got some questions coming in now. So um, anybody else who wants to send some questions, we've, we've got obviously the QA open. So Rami, one of the questions here is what are the main reasons why innovative projects fail? Sometimes, um, sometimes they go to market and they fail. Have you got any reasons as to why that might happen? It's all about the product market fit, 100%. You need, as we just mentioned, is the proper research. If you ask customers in, on a qualitative, on a quantitative analysis, what do you, let's, let's, we're assuming the qualitative analysis, what do you want? Customers, they don't, they don't answer what they want correctly because when they answer you, they answer you with an emotional perspective and they don't consider the rational perspective. So it's very important. That's why when you ask customers, what do you want? They don't know what they want. So that's why we are considering two things, which is the rational aspects and the emotional aspects on any research that we're doing. So the research is the key for any success. If you've done the proper research, deep analysis, not just uh, following qualitative analysis and these kind of stuff, but there are a lot of tools nowadays, uh, uh, digital tools that we can use, that we can predict the future, how much volumes that we can do, um, um, how many market share that we can acquire, numeric distribution, weighted distribution, and so on and so forth. So it's very, very important to dig inside and do the deep analysis before considering any innovation because at the end of the day you don't want to do launching you don't want to launch a product at the end of it and then uh, discontinue the product so that's the thing mm, definitely another question coming in they're coming in quite quite thick and fast um can innovation be forced or is it always an outcome of inspiration and creativity uh yeah like it sometimes it's, it's forced like let's be honest but of course, if it's if it's coming from creativity, it's this is the best thing. This is the best thing. But some companies they force innovation because other other companies are doing this, so we can do that. But I mean, at the end of the day, these these will come back to the types of innovation. What kind of innovation are you doing? Is it radical innovation or it's an incremental innovation? So depends on the company's strategy and the company's structure. So that's the thing. It can be forced sometimes, yes, but you have to to to, to look at the positive side of it and to take advantage of everything that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Another question um, in from the audience. Uh, you talked about projections. Are there any in particular, to, uh, any particular, sorry, tools that you can use for um, projections? Uh, there are a lot of tools, uh, like in the market. The one that I prefer the most is uh, Nielsen Basis, which uh, gives you a quite indication about the projections for the volumes, market share, numeric distribution, weighted distribution, and so on and so forth. This is from a bigger scale perspective. If it's a startup or it's a small company and they want to just see the product, if it, if it fits the market or not, they have another tools that they can go to the, like doing ads on the digital and see uh, some kind of the CTR percentage, VTR percentage, click through rate, video through rate and see like just it will give you a small indication if you don't have the tools to use Nielsen Beezies. 
mm-hmm. to give you some sort of insight into how yeah. how the market's reacting to it. So that makes good sense. Um, somebody else has come back to the um, innovation question around force. Um, how have you seen companies forcing innovation? Or are there any common practices, or have you been involved in any um, techniques? Let's let's not talk about politics here, but of course we've seen in the past a lot of enforcement towards a couple of uh, things that we need to launch, of course. But as I told you, you need to look at the positive side of it and you, you need to take, like, put your creativity on it. Of course, I'm, I'm sure that you're going to do something great. Great. Then I think if we just look back now um, into um, some of the experience that you've had, um, in, at Nestle, for example, you, you were obviously working around innovation. How, how would they kind of look to see whether something is successful or, or, or bring something to market? Is there an example of, of, of something that you can talk us through? So basically the first one, the first point is we need to identify as, an, like, as a company, you need to identify what's your KPIs and what's your OKRs, what's your key performance indicators and what are your objective key results. Once you set these points, you will understand, okay, what do we wanna do and what do we wanna achieve from this innovation? Uh, do we want this innovation to be our cash cow? Do we want this to be like this product to be our price fighter? Do we want this, uh, like we need to set the KPIs to have to see, okay, what kind of things that we can achieve from this uh, uh, range that we are launching as well. Once we have this uh, criteria is we have it on hand, then we set something called uh, pre-launch evaluation, launch evaluation and post-launch evaluation. These kind of three things pre-launch evaluation, which setting all the matrix that we need to see, how many market share that we want to achieve, how many revenues revenues that we want to do, uh, percentage of awareness that we want to achieve, retention of the try list that try the product, loyalty as well. So these fundamentals must be there, depends on the, each company's criteria. And then when it comes to the uh, launch evaluation, we just step here and stop and see, okay, everything is going on or we have market recession, we have pandemic, we have these kind of stuff. So we can, you know, adjust the things that we have put in previously. If everything is okay and everything is correct, then let's move to the, the, the post launch evaluation, which is evaluating the KPIs that we had put in the beginning and see, okay, are we online? Are we going okay? Or we need some adjustments. Sometimes we need some adjustments in, in, in the product itself. So that's the criteria that we used to follow. Mm-hmm. And then how do you know that the market is ready for um, new innovation? You talked a little bit about, you know, doing some um, digital ads, but is there is there anything else? Would you kind of get focus groups together or go on to the street and do some market research? Or is there any other way that you could think of? Hundred percent. There's a lot of things that you have to do. Not only using the digital tools, but I mean, you have to start with qualitative, quantitative analysis. This is in the first place. After having the first acceptance from the customers, then you go to the second place, which is seeing using the like the first step is qualitative and quantitative analysis. Then the second step is this is just uh, uh, seeing how how effectiveness is the launch and how there is a potential from a customer point of view. The second part is using the digital tools to have more advanced analytics about, okay, what is the occasions that the customer is gonna use my product in? Um, what's the projections, deep projections, things that we wanna see. Uh, then the last thing is seeing, okay, using other digital tools as well, like CTR percentage, VTR percentage, seeing how effectiveness 
are the communication will be as well and which kind of communication tools I'm going to be using. I'm going to be using digital uh, uh, performance. I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to be using trade marketing. I'm going to be using uh, brand ambassadors, advocates for the brand. So you need to see uh, based on your KPIs, what kind of tools that you'll be using as well. Mm-hmm. And how do you think that um, somebody who might be listening, wanting to try and encourage um, some innovation um, in the organization or within their team, for example, have you got any tips on how um, they could be encouraging team members or the organization to think about innovation? I believe it always starts internally. You need to build brand advocates, which internally, ad- these advocates or these influencers will influence the company and the board members and all the stakeholders because you don't want to be presenting an innovation and you have like some people are pushing back your ideas. So first engage with other employees, make them involved in your criteria and the way you're thinking, then let them be your influence and let them be your advocates that can even defend you when you're presenting. Because most thing, like the common thing that we always have is when you go and, and you propose your, your idea, everyone is pushing back. So the best thing is get people involved, let them be the advocates that can defend you and they will be the influence internally before getting your idea externally as well. That's really, you know, that's really interesting point because it also kind of goes back to what Vibka was saying in our first session where she was talking about it, it really does depend on the people power as well. And I think that's what you're saying, you know, one of the probably biggest reasons, if I understand you correctly, that um, an innovation might fail is that it might never get any further than the first conversation within your internal team. Exactly, exactly, 100%. So everything starts from internally, get people involved, let them get excited, then take the next move. Because sometimes when you get your idea to the, to the board members, to the stakeholders, to all the, the management team, you get a lot of resistance and you don't want to face this. So the best thing is get people engaged, get them involved in the process so they can be the ones that defend you and defend the product in the meetings. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. So build build your advocates internally. Um, A question from the audience here. What was the most innovative project that you have been involved in? Uh, the most uh, innovative product that I've been involved is um, recently, I'm, I'm, you know that I moved to Canada, so I'm involved in a, in a very, very nice product. It's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a tech platform, it's called Genies, and you, basically this tech, tech platform is it's, it's serving the people in need, but not with cash donations, but with products and services. So it's something new for me. I'm very excited about it. And, uh, and I think this is a very unique proposition that not only giving cash donations, but giving back to people meaningful donations, which is way powerful than just giving a cash donation. So this is a project uh, I've been involved. It's, it's my second month here in Canada. So I'm very excited about it. And I think it's, it's a very unique proposition. Big, big move going to Canada. Brave. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a big move, different story, different industry. But I mean, I, I love challenges, so that's why I'm here. Yeah, no, brilliant, brilliant. I mean, a lot of the people that we've got listening today are in, are in big companies, you know, similar to, to Nestle, large global corporations. In terms of um, acceptance, in terms of being able to be listened to, I know you talk about, you know, getting your internal uh, team or your internal advocates uh, behind you, but are there 
especially, I mean, let's say obviously you've got the experience there, but are there particular channels or particular ways for people who might be interested in innovation, um, potentially outside their role as, as a side project? Is there something in Nestle that helps encourage that? Or is there anything you could talk around in terms of um, encouraging people that are listening to try and um, work on those types of things? Definitely, uh, Nestle is one of the companies that they, they drive a lot of innovation and they are willing to listen what kind of stuff do you have and honestly uh, experience my experience with Nestle was very good in terms of okay if you have an idea you can propose it to the management team and they always listen to you and they always like give you like you know full-fledged ear to hear what kind of a position but I mean it's always depending how are you proposing your idea if you're not coming with the real numbers and you're doing the proper research and you have the analysis with you and just proposing an idea because when we see a lot of people proposing customer loyalty programs, street loyalty programs, but they don't, you know, they see the sequence and the flow and they don't propose it the right way. So if you are proposing it the right way, of course, uh, the doors will be open to you. I mean, uh, I'm sure that any company is, is, is they want to, to achieve the market properly, to achieve the market gains and they want to acquire more customers. So that's the thing. But prepare, prepare properly what you want to bring, um, exactly. is what you're saying there, and then see if you can get some internal supporters to, to help you bring that case. That sounds like- That's the most important thing. Yeah, definitely some good advice. We're here talking about um, innovation. We're at the Connected Packaging Summit. So I was just wondering if um, you had any ideas around innovation within Connected Packaging. Um, where do you think that could go? Uh, what do you think the future is? Where do you think innovation has the space to move in the, in the Connected Packaging world? I think uh, you guys are doing a great job and also the, of course, you and the, all the team and also bringing good, really, really good panelists. So I think innovation can take a big place because uh, we don't, we, we, we just covered the overall 360 point of view of innovation, but we're, there are a lot of things that we can dig into it in terms of process innovation and how can it be effective for uh, reducing the costs and even in the packaging. And there is a lot of ways that we can um, be, uh, innovation can be implemented all the way from the trade marketing to the marketing to the sales to the all the way until the packaging and execution so i think innovation can be a big thing and and and, and innovation is already the the next big thing so that's it yeah i mean you raise a good point there because connected packaging has got so many different assets to it you know improving the efficiency if we are able to tell from when a a product was purchased to when it turned up into the consumer's hands alessio was talking about ways that connected packaging can help um, with innovation in terms of logistics and efficiency um and then we might be talking about it from an advertising point of view and being able to stand understand the market better in fact maybe it's a way that you could do some of that market research you know where you talked about kind of testing the market to see if they liked um, a particular idea. Um, obviously, connected packaging can be used for that and, you know, give you that kind of feedback from the market. And then I think you talked about tr track and trace uh, or, tr or traceability as well. So there's loads of different areas there um, in which innovation can kind of take place. Um, in your opinion, which one do you think um, is, is going to move faster? Um, across those kind of different areas. So you've got the marketing and advertising, logistics, efficiency, sales. Is there any in particular place that you think might move faster than, than others? I think the process innovation can take a big part because with process innovation, you get enhance the business process and be more relevant in terms of efficiency. 
um, and also reducing, reducing the costs. So process innovation is, is, is the next big thing because it simply makes our life as a company easier. So that's the thing. Is there anything that you could recommend in terms of resources for people who might want to you know, be creative um, and think about innovation? Are there any books or, or YouTube videos or TED Talks or anything like that that you could recommend? Yeah, sure. I can give a quick tip. Um, try to think about three creative, three creative ideas per day and write them down. Do this for the, for the next 60 days. And after 60 days, I, 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 I believe you're going to be a machine when it comes to innovation. So you're going to be like a machine thinking. Whenever anyone wants anything, loyalty program, you boom. Um, trade, customer program, boom, everything. So that's the thing. Think about three different ideas and write them down every day for the next 60 days. 60 days, so for the next two months. Exactly. Um, fantastic, that's a, that's a really good tip. Um, I like that. Um, and then of course, that's, it's, it's about um, practicing, isn't it? I, I suppose you could say that creativity um, is a bit like that muscle. Um, so the more you, you practice it, the more that, that uh, ideas can come quicker. So- 100%, that's, that's 100%, the, 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 your cognitive analysis will be so much advanced than everyone else if you just change your mind to be able to create three creative ideas per day, per day and write them down so you're going to be like a machine so that's the, the tip create creating machines i love it i love it um we've kind of come to the end of our session i don't know if you've got any other particular tips or anything else that you'd want to share um in terms of people who want to get involved in innovation and and creativity uh, I want to thank you, of course, for the amazing session, and uh, I want to I want to tell everyone that please stay connected with the connected packaging because these guys are really doing a great job. Thank you so much for hosting me. Thanks to you, Ravi. Thanks a lot, and thank you to everyone who's joined us today. Thank you for all the, all the questions.